This is Scott McNamara, the host of What's New in Adaptive Physical Education. It's been a while again. Um, I'm in my dissertation right now and starting to get really deep into that. And so I apologize uh, for how long I've been. Um, but uh, my dissertation is actually looking at the effectiveness of podcasts on people's perceptions and knowledge, trying to help our field a little bit. So I apologize as well as I do have a podcast uh, sitting kind of in the archives waiting to, to fix up some of the audio quality. So hopefully I'll have another one out for us soon. So this podcast is a um, concept one. I haven't done one like this before. And I took a look at the Minnesota APE conference, which is going on uh, kind of as we speak right now from uh, today until this Sunday or Saturday, I believe. And um, they have a really, really strong leadership, and they have a really strong state conference. And I wanted to share some of that to you all. There are other state conferences, like California's and Texas's and North Carolina, but I think there's a lot of states that, that lack it as well as lack some of that leadership. And there's a lot of that going on in Minnesota, and I wanted to share some of that with you. So this first episode is going to be uh, on some attendees of the, the conference and then also with some leadership staff. And then the next one will be with the two keynote speakers, uh, Laura Brookhouse and Dr. Susanna Dillon. And my hope is, is that this inspires you all to go out and to go to APE-specific professional development conferences, as well as maybe thinking about joining leadership or making your own if there isn't one already. So with that, we're going to start with some of the DAPE attendees and talk to them about what their experiences are and why they keep coming back. I believe you all just kind of want to give your experiences of being uh, a part of DAPE and, and attending some of the conferences and what that's done to you as professionals. I'm part of the leadership committee now, so I'm part of the, we're putting on the conference for the last three or four years. Um, so I can kind of speak to the ins, ins and outs of it and the history of it a little bit. Um, but I, I really want to just want to get their experience of... You know, what makes them come back every year? Um, what sets our DAPE conference out from other conferences, whether it be a MinShape conference or Shape America or whatever? What sets us out? Um, what types of things do you take back from the conference? What's the most useful things? Um, those are the kind of the questions and thoughts that I kind of had. Um, I attended my first DAPE conference. Um, it was in the fall of 2013. I was with some other um, undergrad, like uh, future day teachers in undergrad, and then the other, the rest of the grad students with like Dr. Garth Tynison and Dr. Manny Felix, and we, <laughs> it was like really an experience because it was unlike, we had gone in undergrad to like, I went to my undergrad in Wisconsin, and I had gone to the Wisconsin, you know, state conference, and this one was different because it was going to be an overnight stay at a, um, at a camp. And so when we were, they were talking about like things to bring and like, you have to bring like sleeping bag and like pillows and stuff and stuff like that. I thought that was like pretty unique and I don't know, pretty much like up all over Alley. Cause we're like, oh, it's like we're like camping and we can stay in lock caps and stuff. So I thought that was cool. Um, and a little bit different that, and it's different than a hotel. Um, so I went and it was, you know, it's always tough to go to those conferences like when you're still in school because you can't like 
take those things like literally the next day and go and use them. You kind of just have to like store them in a folder and then say, oh, like one day that would be cool if I had my own class or you can't get even picture the kinds of students that you have because you don't have them yet, you know. So I remember just sitting there thinking like as a grad student, I was like, wow, this is great, but I'm probably going to forget all this, you know. And so it's like you try to take notes and like pictures and like do the best you can. But um, then I remember, so then I got my first teaching job here in Faribault and I couldn't go. I Well, I didn't, I shouldn't say I couldn't go, but I didn't feel good about because um, the conference is so early in September or like or early in the school year that I didn't feel like I could like leave my students or get like a sub I didn't even know, like, the procedure to get, like, a sub at that point, you know, and so I didn't go um, my first year, which I wish I would have, but then I came back the second and then the third year, um, and I guess what keeps going, make, making me go back is just that um, it's a really more, like, personal, like, intimate uh, conference, I feel like, where you're, you're able to, like, go up and talk to the presenters, like, right away, and they'll have conversations with you, and you're not in this huge, like, conference center, um, and now I can actually use the things that I am, like, what we learn, like, I can go and use it, like, the next week in class, that kind of stuff. So I just keep coming back because, number one, it's, on, it's in a beautiful area up in Annadale. Like, that's, I think, a hook right there for me, at least. And then, like, two, I just feel like it's just, it's specifically date-oriented, like, just kind of, like, date stuff. And so that sometimes at the bigger conferences, like, you just get bits and pieces, but this one's, I don't know, I feel like I can just use right away, and then also, like, I recognize, you know, as you network more and more, like, you recognize people, and, like, UW Lacrosse alumni, there's, like, everyone's kind of like UW Lacrosse, so it's, like, always fun to talk to people, network that way, so. Okay, definitely. So, um, just to, a lot of it echoes kind of what Holly said. Um, first, just that it's specific to Dave. Um, you go to some of those conferences, and it's always great stuff, but um, it's always kind of geared towards more of that general education, um, where that DAPE conference, um, presenters are really great about giving you ideas for all different types of students, um, regardless of their ability. Um, I would also say Annandale is awesome. Um, I haven't uh, stayed over, but I think I might this year. Um, I just set in my registration uh, application today. Um, and, you know, just, um, like Holly said, the networking is great. It's great. This will be my third year, hopefully, of going back to Mendave and, um, seeing those same faces and, um, like she said, just taking what you learn and being able to apply it right away, um, and brushing up. It's really nice that it's early in the year. Um, in Minnesota, I, like with Holly, what Holly said, um, it was, a little nerve-wracking. I took the jump and went my first year um, and got a sub, but uh, it let me have a great, um, like, just a bunch of different ideas right off the bat of things that I could implement over the course of the year. Um, and Mindape has um, been great in getting uh, presenters. Um, there's always great people. Uh, Rich Burke, uh, Sutar. Um, I know we had um, the Dave Teacher of the Year, uh, Greg Bushitis, I think. I'm yeah, Trish sure. was there, and, and then this this year we're going to have Laura Brickhouse, who won the national this year. Uh, yep. She's going to present three different times, so that'll be really exciting as well. Yep, and Mike Doyle's always there, and he's awesome. So um, getting to kind of know those like superstars um, in in the field is really cool too, because uh, like you follow them on Twitter and you kind of see things that they tweet or they talk about. But then, like Holly said, everybody's really approachable, so getting up there and like picking their brain after a session is awesome. 
can you guys talk a little bit more about specific things? Like you, I've heard uh, like a theme about that. You have things that you can apply like the next day. Can you give like a few examples of that? Yeah, I'll, st- I'll start giving an example. Um, one of the things that um, myself and the other coach here, Allison, um, she really founded it is um, in Minnesota, we, you know, we have to track a lot of our goals and objectives. And the one thing that she kind of pilot not piloted, but brought to Min Dave a couple years ago was Google Forms. You know, it was always a thing of, you know, when I started teaching 12 years ago, I was keeping all your stuff in a binder and writing it down and how do you have time to do that and multiple buildings and track and all that. To now where I use my iPad and Google Form to track all the data, you know, for our goals and objectives. And uh, Allison and I are going to do another kind of a make it, take it with that with people. Um, and I really brought that back to our district and pushed it with not only myself, but even the case manager and the OTs and the PTs. Uh, this is a great way to, to share the data. Because then when you go to your IEP meeting and you're talking about skipping, you can show the percentages, you know, of like this is how, how close they are to the mature form. You can see right here they, they have three of the five elements, you know, 70% of the time. And it's just instant data. You know, I can just pull it up. You don't have to look for that binder. Did I leave it at the middle school? I got it all, you know, on our Google Drive. Um, that's one of the things that in the last probably three or four years I've really transitioned over to personally. Um, and, you know, like I said, Allison and I are going to do a little conference on that. Um, helping people make it, take it the next level, you know, you have it, you know, what to do, what's the next level for you? Sure. I think I agree with the, the Google Forms thing, kind of how they, she went through and kind of went through each step by step, like next, like how to set up Google Forms and kind of how you want it for your goals and then your objectives. Um, I'm trying to think, like, I'm looking around my office, there was this one sheet, I can't remember, it might have been like last year, but, and it might have been Greg presentation where he had pictures of like the warm-ups that he did uh yeah, like yeah yep. you know what i'm talking about it's like a it's like got pictures on it and he had like yeah, he, he, he had a warm-up routine of then yeah and so i, I actually yeah i took that too and used that in my room a lot too yeah and so the the things that i think um from the conference specifically is like that it's like that picture or that quick little like thing that i can just see it and then um just like that very next day, um, you know, I remember I used like a ball around the head. I don't know if it's like visual and um, like written, you know, as far as like the warm up goes. And I can take that right there and then incorporate it into like my warm up that I kind of already do, you know. So any, it's more, I feel like I feel like I take the things that I can supplement. Like I don't totally like do like overplace this. It's like I just kind of like add up to kind of what I'm already doing. And so I have a lot of handouts um, trying to think of. Um, and John had mentioned too, the thing about like Twitter and the social media piece is nice because once you get a hold of their name, then you can like follow them and then, and then I'll like retweet an activity and then, you know, in hopes that it can come back to it soon, which, you know, if I can get it in, in time or whatever, but, um, I feel like to any type of like website that they give or I, sometimes if they play like a song, I'll like write that down and I'll download that song. You know, because sometimes it's hard to find, like, school-appropriate songs, you know, this day and age as far as that goes, or, like, I don't know, fast-paced songs or any song. So, for me, uh, some of the big things that I uh, have brought back, just ideas on how to, like, modify equipment or games, um, those are probably some of the big ones, like, uh, different ways people use, um, like, everyday things that you'd find around, laying around your office or your school um, to make those modifications. 
Um, like for an example, one was like those bands that everybody hands out, like the Livestrong bands. Um, just like a student who doesn't have a good grip, you just slide uh, one of those around the wrist, and then you have a you put a paddle or a racket in it. So just like easy, quick things like that um, are always great to take away from um, a conference. Uh, Pete had uh, in his session. I was actually in that session where he presented on um, technology um, and using Google Forms. Um, just different apps that um, people use is always great too. Um, like Exercise Buddy is an awesome one. Um, I don't know if I got that that like in date for a different conference, but other music apps like Holly mentioned, um, those are always big things um, as takeaways too. And just the, the opportunity to um, converse, you know, with other people and pick their brains for sure. All right, so that was the first piece with the DAPE attendees uh, talking about their experience and why they go. Uh, now we're going to transition. We're going to focus a little bit on the leadership piece of it. Uh, and I have Mike Michael Doyle, who uh, used to be the president of Minnesota's uh, AFERD, their SHAPE. Uh, and he's been very influential in many advocacy pieces and is very well known. And uh, he's been with the conference and the leadership for, I think he's been with the leadership for eight years now. I also have Jennifer Hebink here, and she's a newer member of the of the, the team. And they're going to talk about their experience and why they did what they did. So I want to know a few things about leadership in APE in Minnesota. Um, I want to know kind of why you started in there. And then I also um, I want to know exactly what your your role is. For, I want to say six or seven years and it just happened to me where I would attend all of our region meetings for region 11 in the Twin Cities and attend them after a while and pretty soon someone who was on the board representing region 11 uh, got a different job and had to leave so you know it was one of those things hey Mike you know you've seemed to come to our a lot of these meetings you're pretty heavily involved would you be interested in being on the leadership committee and I said of course of course I would and it was it was very exciting because just to be able to go to these meetings and hang around with these people who who care about adaptive physical education so much, it's really motivating, you know, to be with these groups of people at all these different uh, conferences and, and workshops, and really, and you just learn a lot from these people. I mean, everything I've I've been doing the last couple of years is definitely stuff that I've learned at these conferences and workshops throughout the state of Minnesota. Very cool. And Jen, why did you get involved in this? Um, I got involved, well, they asked me to come on, kind of like the same way Mike does. Like, I go to everything. Um, I just get really involved. I actually go to the Region 11 meetings, even though I'm in um, representing 5 and 7 because we haven't had a meeting in a while. So um, it's just, you know, they. I just feel like they pour into me so much. This leadership team um, has just supported me so much. Um, and this is my eighth year of teaching, and so I think – Ever since I first started as a DAPE teacher, they just saw me and, um, like, we just, we love new teachers. We take care of new teachers um, in the adapted FIED world in Minnesota. We're very strong um, when it comes to support for other DAPE teachers. Um, we call it DAPE in Minnesota sometimes. Um, but I think I think that's why I got involved because I just felt like I'm I'm with my people. We have the same passion. We have the same drive to do what's best for kids and um, and meet them in their physical activity and, and fitness for life. Um, 
so I guess that's kind of why I got involved. I feel like everybody on this team is has more experience than me and has more, um, I guess, I see them as being really awesome teachers, and I want to be a part of that, and I want to take um, what I learned back to my region. Um, so that's kind of why I got involved. Very cool. So and I, I am interested in this for a number of reasons, and because not every state has a – uh, APE right. leadership committee. It's I think it's starting to get a little bit more prominent. I know California, Texas, North Carolina has one, uh, but where I'm from originally, Michigan, I don't know of any um, that's there. Um, so you know, I think it's interesting to know why you got involved in the first place uh, with that. Now, with that, uh, what do you all do um, for APE teachers and for the profession and and all those things? What what is it that you all are providing in your leadership? Well, I know one thing uh, we constantly work on is we have uh, a Minnesota Adapted PE Operations Manual, and it was created a long time ago, but one of, one of our agenda items at every single meeting we have is we take time where there's a writing team that meets at the meetings, and their main focus is to keep this operation manual totally up to date, you know, and, and it, covers, it covers everything from from you know, from starting out at assessment to moving on to service delivery to moving on to writing goals, writing objectives, all the right right things you need for a, for a quality IEP. So that's one thing that we keep updating is this this operations manual. And I think the other big one is the professional development opportunities. That's huge. You know, we we do have a workshop every spring. And our goal of this workshop is to move it around to one of those different different uh, eleven regions. We've been doing this workshop for a while, so I think we've we've actually circled the state of Minnesota and hit all eleven regions. I think twice now. So with eleven regions, that's you know twenty two years they've gone around twice and circled the whole state, just to give those people the opportunity in, in the outer parts of the state uh, to receive some professional development strictly dedicated to adapted PE instead of, you know, having PE sessions the whole time because there is some differences once in a while. But everything from that and, you know, in our meeting, we, we try to keep our website up to date with information. So we talk about that at our meeting and and, just, and everything from higher ed, you know, we have a, a representative on our, on our committee, uh, Dr. Sutar, who represents uh, higher ed. So she gives us an update about what uh, undergrads and grad students are going through in the state of Minnesota and how their uh, requirements change. I mean, we had a period a few years ago where the Board of Teaching really uh, wanted to change uh, the requirements for these students to get these undergrad and graduate degrees, and it kind of hurt a lot of colleges. So we've been working hard and getting on committees to make sure that uh, it's just not an overwhelming task in order for a student to receive that degree. Uh, from a university because you got to think about the future you know you have a lot of teachers retiring and you got to make sure that you have quality teachers taking their spots when they're retiring so we're always trying to look ahead to the future that's so, so, so you're also advocating the universities and such at and communicating with them wow that's excellent uh so it sounds like you got so you're you're all doing a lot of different things uh that are really good and that manual you talked about mike is one of my favorite pieces of documentation on how to deliver services and, and assessment and all that stuff in APE. Um, I use that quite often to uh, look at because I think it's a, it's a 
lot in there and it's also given in a very nice way so and if it's okay with the um with the committee and all that i'd love to put it on with the with my podcast because i have a little blog with it too sometimes with supplemental information yeah Mm -hmm. yeah for sure i mean it's it's free on our website you know you just go on mindape.org and it's on the resources tab and you can find it there so yeah please do yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's what it's there for is that something that you um all uh do you talk with like any legal representation or state department people uh, on that documentation yeah we do have so another representative on our committee is rich burke and he is uh you know he teaches adapted pe but he has a point two position at the Department of Education, so he is the liaison between the Department of Education and our uh, Adapted PE Leadership Committee. So that's 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 what he does. He's in there uh, fighting for us, making sure that that uh, Adapted, like all the administrators around the state of Minnesota, are aware of any of, of or they are aware first of all of the laws about Adapted PE and and how and how it's a. Uh, how it's a service that kids age three, three through twenty-one are required to have if they qualify for it. So we, it's great that we do have that connection with the Department of Ed, and he's always bringing this operational guide into them and making sure that that everybody knows about it and uses it. Very nice. Yes. No. I love that thing. Um, so with that, so you you talked about you know what's going on, uh, what you all do. You're preparing for the future as well. Now, um, something that. I also wanted to talk to you about is I think, and I don't know this for a fact, but I think that you all are one of the oldest leadership committees in uh, uh, for a state in APE. And I also, I kind of wanted to know the history. Um, I, with that history, if you know some of it, and I was told that Mike knew some, that's what I was told. Uh, I, I wanted to know a little bit about the history of how you all got started and with that, uh, with my listeners, because hopefully there's some people around the nation listening to this, and probably some that kind of like what you said, Mike, earlier, that don't have a lot of people around them, maybe listen to the podcast because of that, you know. Um, but talking about the history, is it something also to think about how they got started and maybe how somebody in whatever state that doesn't have it could maybe get started? So this is our, this year is our 42nd uh, adapted PE teacher conference that we've had in the state of Minnesota. I think, uh, I don't know for sure, but we always joke about it here. We think that California has only had theirs going for either 40 or 41 years. (laughs) We always say that in all of our meetings. (laughs) So we always, for some reason, say in our meetings, ours is one year uh, longer than California has had theirs. So we we want to call ourselves the longest-running adapted PE uh, conference in the state of Minnesota. But from from what I, you know, and talking to some of the people that have been around for a while, it was, you know, I'm 43 years old, so this conference is almost the same age as me, and it's a bunch of really passionate, uh, adapted, well, back then, just PE teachers back in the early 70s who really, really wanted to make sure that students with disability got all of the equal opportunities and service as their general ed peers, Mm -hmm. and they just decided to come together and learn from each other, and you hear stories where this conference, you know, 42 years ago, it was just maybe five to ten people meeting in a meeting room at a hotel somewhere and then eventually it got bigger and bigger and bigger and p 
people started to find out that, hey, there's people from all over the state that really have this passion for working with these students with disabilities and making sure that they get that equal opportunities as everyone else. And eventually it gets to the point where the group gets larger and larger. They have to move to a bigger site. And then eventually it gets to the point where, you know, it, it's time for us to really change uh, state law and make sure that students who qualify for this service do receive this service and the schools are required to give these students the adapted P service. And eventually it happened. Eventually they got law passed in the state now that if a student between the age of three or 21 uh, qualify for the service, that school must provide this service, which a lot of state, I'd say a majority of the states uh, don't have. And then once that started, then everything took off. And now this conference has moved around uh, to two different camps. We used to be at a Camp Courage, which isn't too far from here. But Camp Courage, just it got too small. I mean, now we're at Camp Friendship, a much larger camp with more cabins and more buildings and more meeting rooms. So now we're able to have more and more sessions. And there's some, you know, there's time slots where we have six different uh, sessions going on at one time about different topics for one and a half days. And you know, between 200 and 250 adapted P teachers coming together, it's a pretty cool thing to see that and from, to learn from all those people and see all that passion. And Jen, what's it like for you to have that history uh, in, in the DAPE conference as a newcomer to the board? Um, I think it's huge because all those original people, I was lucky enough to be taught by them in my college. Um, Sutar was my professor. Um, Don Glover, who's been doing, he's been writing books and being an adapted FIA teacher, he's like probably close to like 75 years old and he's still teaching at the university. Like it's crazy. Um, and so having those people really just do what they do and um, get after it, like that just inspires me to um, do it as well as they did. Um, so that's kind of me coming on and um, and just going hard after this adapted FIED kid, adapted FIED stuff for kids. So very nice. You know, it's really and it's really great too. I mean, we've mentioned the universities, but we've it's been great to see an, an uptick. And because I went to the University of Wisconsin Lacrosse, and you know, back when I first started coming to this conference twelve years ago, really didn't see. Uh, UW Lacrosse. So I went down to my professor at Garth Pymason down there that that I had as in, in my an uh, undergrad and grad school, and said, Garth, you got to get these, you got to get these undergrads from Lacrosse up to this conference. And, and yeah. Manny Felix, he was my professor at Lacrosse, and he was still there. And so uh, probably for many years now, so UW Lacrosse has sent up a bunch of students. Uh, Manny Felix has moved to Winona State since then, so he's bringing up a bunch of students. Uh, UW River Falls brings, and that's what that's what yeah, Jen that's went. Where I went. They, they bring a ton of undergrads. Dana Dana Zimmerman conference. teaches there now as well, and he, I mean, he tries to bring as many as he can. So yeah, and like we said, it's all about the future. You know, it's it's the it's the keeping the future of this profession strong, and it's really great to see all these. Uh, university students here uh, trying to learn. But uh, so with that, I'm gonna I am going to uh, say so long as far as the podcast goes, just because I'm gonna be this is gonna be all kind of a larger concept piece. So thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's, it's been great. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're doing we're, we're doing everything we can up here, and uh, we've run a really good run of having uh, national teachers of the year and adapted P from Shape America. This is our. 
I think our fifth year in a row that we've made sure we've had the winner of the National Adapted P toy. And it's really exciting to see people from all over different these parts of the country now coming in and, and, and showing new things they're doing. It's, it's been great for, uh, for the people at this conference. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, we're going to have another episode out in the next two weeks on with some of the other interviewees. So stay tuned. And I hope everyone who's at the conference enjoys it, as well as thinks about uh, how they might be able to apply some of these things into their own state and own district. All right. Take care. Thank you.